Welcome back to the Pass It to Patrick podcast for a beautiful Thursday here, January 6th. We're in the new year. It's been a great first season. I can't believe it's been one year since I've done my first episode uh, here at the Pass It to Patrick podcast. We cover everything sports news, sports related. We get into topics. We talk about everything that's crazy going on in the NFL right now. Antonio Brown, the drama, Baker Mayfield, LeBron James in the NBA. LeBron's come alive. He's uh, carrying the Lakers, but also a really good game by Russell Westbrook the other night. So I will not take anything away uh, from him. Uh, Great game last night between the Utah Jazz and the uh, Denver Nuggets. Now, Jazz sit 28 and 10 and Denver now sits at 18 and 18 and really the Lakers needed Denver to lose last night if we're talking about um, getting ahead and moving up from that seventh uh, position they really need to start making headway here they've won I think it's three straight they're going to go for four straight and if they can get that fourth win and get kind of on a roll here they could bring their organization uh, back to life it'll be interesting to see what happens though because Honestly, the way they're playing right now, LeBron James is having to carry them, and I just don't think it's... In the long term, I don't know how long LeBron can keep this up, just because he does have a lot of miles. I mean, against the Sacramento Kings, he he, he went off again. He had 36 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, and 31 points. Or excuse me, 36 minutes, and then 31 points. Uh, it, it was it was crazy. Now Malik Monk got some great time. I, Malik Monk needs to be in the starting lineup for me. Personally, I think he he has earned that right. He had four rebounds, four assists, twenty four points. Russell Westbrook seven rebounds, two assists, and nineteen points. I don't think Russell's happy with those stats, and I'm I'm going to explain why. Because Russell Westbrook, even though he should take away positives from that game, I think he will mainly focused on the fact that he didn't have a triple-double. And Russell doesn't like that. Russell likes to have that triple-double. It's in his DNA. He has always played that way. He's always played downhill. He told reporters um, such and such. It doesn't define my game. Turnovers, points, if I don't score, I you know. He pretty much said he plays hard. But the, the thing is, you can only play that way for so long and be so careless. I mean, before this, he had nine turnovers in the game. Before this game. You can't do that in the NBA and expect to win. The The Los Angeles Lakers had also contributed from Dwight Howard. They had He had 14 rebounds, uh, 3 assists, and 14 points. He went off. He needs to be utilized more. There are a lot of ways this team can be utilized, and honestly, the other night gave um, them the blueprint on how to win, on how to get wins, really. And you need to be self-aware um, in life, so... Being self-aware helps you put things in perspective. It helps you keep things um, right in front of you, always kind of focused. Because right now, Russell Westbrook doesn't have self-awareness. And I know that's going to come off as a crazy criticism, but he can fix this. He can. He needs to develop that self-awareness of not jumping up, looking for somebody to toss the ball to and not have a plan. That's what he needs to do. He needs to, he kind of stepped out of the way the other night against the Sacramento Kings. And I think that was huge for the Kings. I mean, excuse me, uh, huge for the Lakers. That's the blueprint to win. Russell be that contributor, but ultimately LeBron's got to have the ball in his hands. And if they can get AD back and AD can just suck it up and play that fifth position, I know he doesn't like to get banged up. I know he's not the toughest guy in the league, but they need him at center. 
last night LeBron was playing center and then being the prime uh, distributor of the basketball. That's what he was doing last night or the other night. It, it, it's it's crazy that that he's able to do all of this. He's the Swiss Army knife of the NBA, and he always has been. So great game from the Lakers. They have a, a not crazy tough uh, upcoming game. They're going to play Friday night against the, who is it? I believe it is, okay, it's the Hawks. So they're going to go in and they're going to play against the Hawks, Trey Young. That'll be a little bit of a tougher, more tough game for them than the Kings. I think the Lakers are putting something special together here. I got them winning that game. Again, expectations should be lowered for the Lakers this season. They should be. I want to segue in this because we've been doing this podcast for one year. I'm excited for season two. Season two kicks off next week. And through the year, we've had some crazy storylines develop with Aaron Rodgers. We've talked a lot of NBA. We've talked a lot of basketball. And it's been exciting. I've enjoyed it every step of the way. So we're getting ready to kick off season two uh, next week. And that'll be just awesome. I'm so happy to all my listeners listening to me uh, talk about sports and uh, couldn't ask for anything more. But I want to segue into this with uh, regarding Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. The Browns are the Browns, and they're doing Brown things, just like I predict the Cowboys will do Cowboys things this year. So Baker must resolve differences with Kevin Stefanski soon in case they need to coexist next season. Also, some names that will be on the radar if they don't. That was a tweet put out. So there's issues. There's issues between them. They're going to have to work this out. Because I believe Baker will be back with the Browns next season. I don't think they're going to move off of him. Even though a lot of the criticisms of him are kind of pushing the team to make a hard decision. Are they going to move off of Baker? But I've said this before in the previous podcast. You can't let fear dictate what you do. And right now, I believe the Browns are going to be afraid and they're going to just run back into the arms of Baker Mayfield. I'm not a Baker criticizer because I know a lot of people criticize Baker Mayfield. And, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to put him on a pedestal of Mahomes, Herbert, uh, Burrow. But here's the deal. He's, he's not those guys. And you can win a lot of different ways in this league. You can win with the elite quarterback, the Aaron Rodgers, the Mahomes, the Allens, the Bradys. You can win that way. It's a lot of pressure on the quarterback for me personally, but you can win that way. It's not out of the uh, arena of ways you can win, but you can also win with defense. You can also win with an offensive line, defense, run game, and I think all those factors play into Baker Mayfield. I think that's what he needs to succeed in the NFL. I do. Baker's going to have surgery, um, I think, soon. I think it may be today or tomorrow uh, on, uh, I think it's throwing shoulder, uh, he was in a harness, and he was, you know what, a lot of people are going to get, oh, Baker Mayfield should have just let Case Keenum play. He might as well. No, I think players respect um, if a guy goes out and plays. Even if he, even if they don't have a lot of wins or produce highly on the field, I think you earn some respect for doing what he's done. And he's not going to be Patrick Mahomes. He's just not, and that's okay. Because there's only one Mahomes, there's only one Brady, there's only one Rodgers. Now, do I think he's elite? No, I don't. I think he's a good franchise quarterback. I think he can. I think he can 
keep your franchise steady for the next 10 years. I think he can win you a few more playoff games, maybe get to a big game, maybe get that Super Bowl, get to that Super Bowl, because that's what Jimmy G did. I mean, Jimmy G, I think, I think Baker Mayfield and Jimmy G are on the same level here. I do, or Kirk Cousins in Baker Mayfield, or Dak Prescott in Baker Mayfield. I know people are going to say Dak Prescott's more elite than him. I, I don't know. You seen Dak play recently in that offense? But Baker Mayfield, you can win a lot of different ways. And Baker Mayfield, this coming offseason, the Browns and Baker Mayfield, it will it will determine a lot of what happens in Cleveland in the future. Will they re-sign him to that fifth-year option? Will they pick it up? Will they cut him free? I know a lot of people want to cut Baker Mayfield loose and just, you know, let him go to a new team. There's a lot of teams out there that need a quarterback. So they could it could go that route. They could say, you know what, you're not the guy. We're going to take another guy in the upcoming draft, get another four cheap years out of a rookie quarterback, which is a, a, a tactic to have success. It is. We've seen that. You get a quarterback, a rookie quarterback, on a low rookie deal. You don't have to pay much. You can pay other pieces around him. That's what they did with Mahomes. It works now. That's the blueprint for winning. So you can win that way. It doesn't have to be you have to sign a big-name quarterback. be very interesting to see what happens with the Browns. Because I don't think Baker Mayfield is the kind of guy that's a bad football player or he's overly cocky or you know all this all this stuff that's been said about him I really do think he cares about winning and I'm not gonna sit here and harp on him because he does a lot of commercials and that brings up a lot of hate for a lot of people they just hate seeing Baker Mayfield's face uh, every Sunday on a progressive commercial big things happening in Cleveland that's all I gotta say we're gonna see what happens big things so Ben Roethlisberger played his probably final game I think at Heinz Field the other day and a lot of mixed emotions for Big Ben. I personally have watched him my whole life. And I think he's going to go in the Hall of Fame. I think he deserves to go in the Hall of Fame. I think Eli Manning and him both deserve to go in the Hall of Fame. If you look at their resumes, two Super Bowls in the league, team first, always done the right thing. I don't even get the argument why Big Ben and Eli should be kept out. I really don't. Now, personal personal things off the field for Big Ben, some things have happened, yes, but name a player who hasn't had crazy things happen. There are a few. There is the Bradys, you know, Mahomes. So, every, you know, every, a lot of guys don't have off-field issues, but it's not uncommon. So even though there's a lot of distractions around if Ben, Be- Big Ben, excuse me, will get into the Hall of Fame, I don't think there's a doubt in my mind he should. Two Super Bowls, clutch play, Plays all throughout his career. Put the team first. You know, I, I, I don't understand the argument against Ben Roethlisberger or, or Eli Manning, for that matter. Because Eli Manning defeated the GOAT twice in the Super Bowl. So that guy should get into the Hall of Fame, you know, no doubt. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Big Ben in the future. I think he'll, he'll be uh, in the Hall of Fame, though. I don't think they can keep him out. But emotional time for Steelers fans because the future is very unclear. Did they kind of wait too long to draft a quarterback? Yes. Do I believe they'll go after a quarterback this year? Yes, I do. I think they're going to go get one in the first round. A couple of guys that, you know, they got a Sam Howell and a few other guys. I think they could go after one of them. So the MVP talk is heating up in the NFL. I'm going to go through. And I'm going to tell you guys who I think should win between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers because it's come down to those two guys. 
Tom Brady, his stats, 4,138. All right, his touchdown passes, 30.0. Interceptions thrown, 9.9. Average completion percentage, 63.8. Average wins, 12.1. 3.5 average losses, 27.7 average times sacked. So Brady has thrown the ball more. If we're talking about throwing it high-powered offense, it's Brady, and that's what some people think. Aaron Rodgers, yards, 4,085. Touchdown passes thrown, 31.5. Interceptions thrown, 7.0. Average completion percentage, 64.6. Average wins, 9.9. Average losses, 5.1. Average times sacked, 37.9. Between the two, I gotta give the edge to Aaron Rodgers. And it kills me to say that because I've had my criticisms of Aaron Rodgers um, throughout the year. (laughs) Obviously, everything that's happened with him uh, regarding uh, immunization and all that stuff. Not gonna get into that. But I don't think that should be determined off field things when it comes to football. That has nothing to do with it. I don't think we should look at that. It's who's most valuable. And Aaron Rodgers is most valuable. That game against the Chiefs when Jordan Love started, you just saw. You saw that team missed Aaron Rodgers. They did. And the Bucs would miss Brady too. But the Bucs are, I believe, they got more role players around Brady. Now, I know, I know I've said in the past, Packers have one of the best offenses. If we're coming down to it, neither of these guys are suffering for weapons. <laughs> they got a lot of weapons. Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers has got weapons. But you can't beat Aaron Rodgers for the MVP this year. I just don't think you can. Uh, the last two years, what he's meant to his team is incredible. He Apparently, a lot of people in the Packers organization thought he was on the downhill slope. He came back and proved him wrong in two years, and I think that, that brings him some joy. So kudos to Aaron Rodgers because it, it, it's a tight race, but personally, I got to give the edge to Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady, you, he's done a lot for his team, but he's also thrown the ball more. He's also pressed a little bit harder, has way more interceptions. The stats for Aaron Rodgers are, are just crazy, no, no doubt. But the fact of the matter is, I think the Packers will, it'll come down to the Bucks against the Packers, and I think the Bucks will go to the Super Bowl. I don't think Aaron Rodgers will take his team to the Super Bowl. Packers do Packer things, Cowboys do Cowboy things, Browns do Brown things. It's, it's how it is. That's who I have as my MVP is Aaron Rodgers, though. And even though there's some off-the-field issues, I am not the type of person to look at those and then penalize them for what they've done on the field. I don't believe in doing that. Just because football is football, your off-the-field issues are your off-the-field issues. Now, do I think Aaron Rodgers is a good person? The interpretation of him, it's not great, honestly. Like, I I don't know the guy, so I can't say for certain. I have not had lunch with him, dinner, anything. Not talked to him at all. So, the fact of the matter is, none of us really know what kind of person he is. We don't really know what kind of person Brady is, or Mahomes, or any of these guys, really, for that matter. Uh, But the overall impression that he gives off is he's condescending and stuff like that. But that's the perception of him. That's not who he is. Very interesting to see how the NFL MVP race works out. Very interesting. We'll see what happens with it. Again, I got Aaron Rodgers uh, bringing that home. As far as uh, other little stories, before we get into my predictions for this uh, final week of the NFL... Antonio Brown 
I no that that whole storyline. Uh, no idea what to say about that. It seemed pretty clear cut that he kind of had a breakdown, or that's what a lot of people were saying. He's come back and said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, now I'm gonna I'm about to blow everything up, and and tell you guys what really happened." He's come back and said that they were aware he had an injury uh, in his ankle, and the coach made him play. And a lot of stuff coming out. He's apparently suing them. Uh, the Buccaneers are going to release Antonio Brown today, League Source uh, has said. And the deal is, I don't think the Buccaneers want him to come back and haunt him in the playoffs. So they're being very calculated and strategic about how they release him, when they release him. A lot of different things play into that uh, move for them. But, man, I don't know who to believe. Because... Honestly, I, you know, there's been a lot of stuff with Antonio Brown in the past. I'm not defending any of his actions. But if this is true and he has another doctor to back it up, this would be pretty bad looking against Bruce Arians in the Bucks. Bad look. All right, we're going to get into my predictions because exciting week of football. It's coming up, and this is the last week of football, everyone. So a lot of, lot of playoff implications and a lot of different things. We're going to talk about the playoffs in another show because I want to dedicate a show to that. But I want to get into my predictions because a lot uh, because a lot of implications will be decided with this upcoming week of football. So two games on Saturday, January 8th. Kansas City at Denver. We're going to start there. I got Kansas City winning that game. Mahomes will play. That offense is, is clicking more. They had a decent game last week against the Bengals. Just didn't come up. Uh, against Burrow, if I believe if Mahomes would have got the ball back, uh, they would have gone down the field and scored. But they're going to get the win against Denver. Denver's had an up-and-down season. I, I think big moves are going to happen in Denver in the offseason. They need to get a quarterback. Whether they'll make a push for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, that'll be interesting to see. Kansas City at Denver. Kansas City gets the win. Uh, 33, you know, I'm going to say 34 uh, to mm, 21. Dallas at Philadelphia. Philadelphia's found their groove a little bit. Dallas, again, struggled against Arizona. They're doing Cowboys things. Cowboys fans, be aware, this is going to happen. They play a night game on Saturday. Dallas will win this game. I got Dallas winning just because they've dominated the division this year. Uh, I think that the defense will come up big against a division opponent. Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, uh, Randy Gregory, all those guys. So Dallas will get the win. I think even though Jalen Hurts is playing well, Dallas will come out on top. Dallas is going to win that game 27-14. Cincinnati, now we're going to get into Sunday, January 9th. Cincinnati at Cleveland. Joe Burrow, who knows how much they'll play Joe Burrow. Obviously, Baker Mayfield will not be playing for the Browns if he's having that surgery because the Browns have been, uh, you know, like eliminated from the playoffs. So there's nothing they're really playing for except pride. Cincinnati will come in and get the win. Even if Joe Burrow doesn't play, they're going to get the win. Now, I think Joe Burrow should play. I think these teams should play their guys going into the playoffs. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals will get the win, add to their record. A great season for the Bengals, I've said before. You got something building there in Cincinnati for years to come. And I've said in the past that maybe this year won't be your year, but you got a lot to look forward to. Cincinnati, you got a lot to look forward to now. <laughs> so Cincinnati gets the win. Uh, I think they'll put up 21 to 17. Green Bay at Detroit. Aaron Rodgers, Detroit. We don't have to stay on this game too long. 
Now, again, will Aaron Rodgers play a lot? I don't know. But Green Bay will come uh, away with a win here. Uh, Green Bay is going to win 20, I'm going to say 24 to 13. Okay, then we're going to move on. Chicago at Minnesota. So Kirk Cousins got COVID, so I don't know if he's going to play or be able to play. Chicago, a lot, kind of an uncertain future there with Justin Fields going into the offseason this last week of football. So I, I, I do believe 100% Minnesota will get the win, though, because the Bears are the Bears right now, and I don't know if they have much of an identity. Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings will get the win, 17-13. Washington at New York. My Washington football team. We get a name December, February 2nd. Excuse me. That's huge for us. We have a lot to look forward to. This game, we will win because it's the Giants. I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants throw this game, honestly. I wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, because, I mean, better draft pick. I think we will get the win and prove our record, uh, but ultimately way more exciting things to come for Washington February 2nd. Washington gets the win here. I think Washington will put up 17-10. to 10. Indianapolis at Jacksonville. So, I like what I've seen from the Colts. Jonathan Taylor, Carson Wentz playing decent. Jacksonville's Jacksonville. Had a bad loss last week. Um, Indianapolis will get the win here. And Jacksonville will have a high draft pick going into next offseason. So I got the Indianapolis Colts beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna go 27-17. I think that I think Jacksonville will put up an okay fight. Pittsburgh at Baltimore again. Big Ben's last home game last week. So Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Interesting matchup. I don't know if Pittsburgh's totally eliminated from the playoffs. They need some stuff to go right. They need a lot to go right. They first need to beat the Ravens. I think they will. I think Big Ben's going to clutch up here. I think Pittsburgh's going to pull out the win. I think Pittsburgh will win 31-27. Tennessee at Houston. Hopefully Derrick Henry. He's practicing again. Now, I know Tennessee wants to get that one seed so they can rest Henry on the bye. I know they want to. It'll be interesting to see if they can. So Tennessee plays Houston. Tennessee gets the win here. They won't have Derrick Henry this week, obviously. So, But he is practicing, so that's good. Tennessee will get the win. I think they're going to win 21 uh, to 17. New Orleans at Atlanta. Saints have had an up-and-down season. Atlanta's have an up, had an up-and-down season. I think both these teams have bright futures. So I think New Orleans gets the win here. I think they're going to go about... I'm thinking 27 to 24. I think that'll be the final score. New York at Buffalo. Buffalo gets the win here. Josh Allen uh, going against Zach Wilson. Again, I don't really know what to make of Zach Wilson in the Jets, if that is going to work there with Robert Sala as the head coach. Is Zach Wilson the guy? A lot of questions going into next offseason. You know, apart from Mac Jones, none of these quarterbacks have played well. And I think the reason Mac Jones has played so well is the Patriots in that organization and stability. Jacksonville, Jets, just uh, unstable organizations, guys. So as far as I'm concerned right now, the Jets will lose this upcoming game to Buffalo. Buffalo is going to put up 31 points. Jets are only going to put up 14. San Francisco at the Rams. Odell Beckham Jr. and the Rams have been playing well. Now, Matthew Stafford, I am following this team a little more closely because it'll be interesting to see if Matthew Stafford keeps these turnovers coming. <laughs> He's been a turnover machine the last couple games. 
I'm not going to lie. I think he's got like five in the last two games. So I don't know if it's going to 100% work in the playoffs with Matthew Stafford. I know they've put all their eggs in one basket. Man, they've traded for Von Miller. As far as being aggressive, the Rams are one of the more aggressive teams in the league with Odell, too. Odell came up clutch, made that touchdown pass. He looked good. Uh, The Rams are going to pull out the win here because even though the 49ers have Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance and, you know, waiting to take that starting job, but Jimmy Garoppolo, that run game, Kyle Shanahan, uh, Kittle, you can't put these guys, you know, just chalk it up to we're going to win definitely. But I got the Rams pulling out the win. The Rams uh, will win 34-31. It is going to be a close game. Close game. I think a field goal will decide it. Okay, then we're going to move on to New England at Miami. I think, now even though Miami's been playing great, I think New England gets the win here. I do. Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, Brian Flores on the other side with Tua. Again, don't know what a lot of the offseason holds for Miami. It's going to be crazy to see what happens with Tua. Uh, I think they will keep him going into next year just because he's shown. They went on a seven-game win streak. That's pretty impressive. But New England's going to get the win here. I think New England will pull out the win 21-14. Seattle at Arizona. Oh, man. You know, Seattle is like the Packers when it comes to their quarterbacks. Who knows where their quarterbacks are going this offseason? I don't know if Russell Wilson's there to stay. That that team may need to blow up everything. They may need to trade pieces, get acquire a lot of picks, hire a new coach, just start over. I think Seattle's time is their winning streak of going to the playoffs is over um, unless they make big changes in the offseason. Arizona and Kyler Murray, big win over uh, the Cowboys last week. He was balling out. I got to give the edge to Arizona here. Seattle's going to put up 13 points. Arizona's going to put up, I think, uh, easily 27. Carolina at Tampa. All the drama with AB. All the drama surrounding the Buccaneers. I'm still going to give the edge to Tampa and Tom Brady. Uh, They find ways to win. They do. You can't deny that. They're going to find a way to win. Tom Brady will have a, a, a great game. So I'm excited to watch that game. But ultimately, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting the playoffs, definitely. And not a lot to worry about. They may rest Tom Brady. They may not want to take the risk. But I think a lot of these guys will play. Carolina at Tampa. I'm going to give Tampa the win here. Tampa's going to put up 34 points. Carolina's going to put up 21 who knows who's starting that game at quarterback? Sam Darnold or Cam Newton for Carolina? I don't know. Uh, it won't matter much. <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers at Las Vegas uh, Raiders. The Chargers will get the win here. Justin Herbert. Again, up and down season for them. I think they have a great young quarterback there. They can build on it. Derek Carr in the offseason with the Raiders. Who knows what will happen there? Who knows? <laughs> I can't wait to see the future of both those teams, but Chargers will get the win here. I think Chargers will put up uh, 21 points. I think Las Vegas is only going to put up, they're going to muster 14. That's my week 18 predictions, everyone. Final week of NFL football. Can you believe it? Final week. Been doing the podcast for a year. Can't wait to see what the future holds. Uh, I want to eventually get some videos on the internet, uh, you know, kind of expand the podcast a little more. I'm looking forward to doing that. Again, next week is season two. Season two, episode one. I think this is going to be my 42nd episode here in the season one. And that's just crazy. Uh, Crazy uh, 2021. 
no doubt looking forward to 2022. Got a great like lineup, topics we're going to talk about, some new stuff. Again, very exciting. Maybe AB will be on a new team. I don't know. I really don't know who to believe. I don't. You know, history shows believe the Bucks organization. But, I mean, if AB's got doctors and all these facts backing him up. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't look very good for Bruce Arians. It doesn't. We'll see what happens. Again, there's going to be so much that come out about this because the apparently the lawyer is involved now with AB. She's contacting the team or he um so I I don't know what's going to happen. I do know one thing. The Bucks don't need this distraction going into the playoffs. But it's here. It's here. And I know everyone's just, you know, not going to take AB's side here and they're just going to go directly and believe the Bucks organization. And I do believe there's a lot of issues regarding Antonio Brown. There's so many in the past. He's shown immaturity. But if what he says is true, that is not a good look. It's not and Tom Brady did Tom Brady things, though. He pulled out the win against the Jets and, you know, did did great. Uh, found a new target, the replacement, hopefully, for A.B. I forget his last name. I think it's Grayson something. Uh, so we'll see if that works out. He's still got Gronk. Even though Godwin's out, he's still got Gronk and Evans. Still a lot of weapons. Uh, Fournette. And defense is okay. Will It'll be hard to repeat. But I think the Bucks will get to the Super Bowl again. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Like I said, Washington's getting a new name February 2nd. New uniforms, new future for us. Uh, Please hit that subscribe. uh, Leave a rating, what you think of the podcast. Let me know what I do right, do wrong. Uh, Hit me up on my social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Keep following, keep listening. Excited for season two. We'll see you next week, everyone.